0: Welcome to is Vital, your natural health and wellness stop. Hi everyone, this is Julie. Thank you for stopping by for another podcast today. I hope you're having a fabulous day today and I hope all is going well for you today. And in this podcast, I wanted to talk about being more self-sufficient because I think that's a goal that we should all strive for going forward um, in this so-called new year and, you know, years to come. But because I think that things are shifting in such a way that it's becoming more and more necessary for us to focus on being able to supply some of our basic needs ourselves. And that includes food, shelter, water, Electricity, you know, those are the main ones, you know, that I will just touch on very briefly. And if you have land or access to land, now that can help tremendously, especially it depends on where you're located, I would say, because I know different countries have their own um, rules and laws, etc. that have been set up Whereby people have to you know go or operate within, and um that in and of itself is another thing because it's 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 one of those things that I have to shake my head sometimes that men sit and make laws that other men have to follow and when I say men, I'm talking about man and woman so people make laws so that other people have to live within the confines of those laws. And those laws usually come out of, you know, how they see the world. But, so let's think about the reality of the fact that many, many, many people live, we live in apartments. We live in homes where we don't own, we don't really have any control over the environs there because we we don't own them. Or we have to, we live on the grid, we get our electricity from the main supplier, whether it be government or private, and the same thing with water. We get our food from the supermarket and so on. And then you begin to think, you know, Everything For everything, practically, we are dependent on somebody else to supply it. And I know that 100% self-sufficiency, just that just doesn't exist. However, we can achieve a large amount of self-sufficiency in being able to be responsible for a lot of the foods that we eat uh, our water supply or even just our electricity, it it can be done. But one of the key things is that we must have access to land. And so this is what I think, you know, for this year, as those of you who are listening, go forward. And also for myself, because I'm included in this, you know, that's something I want for myself also to become more self-sufficient. And that's something that I intend to work at um, this year. And you don't have to aim to do everything all at once. You just need to start at the very basic and see what is needed first. And in many instances, it's the land because a lot of people might not have land or have access to land that they can use to you know to build a, a home or to plant their foods or to dig a well or you know anything of this nature because we the, the key thing is to have access to land and the reason why i think it's important that we become self sufficient is because i think in the long run it will lead to improvement in our overall health and wellness. Because when somebody grows your own food, you don't know what chemicals they put in there. We don't know. We don't often know. Some places you live, they might label it organic or that is not organic. So you might have an inclination that, yes, I think this is grown organically. But even instances like that, I'm made aware that even some foods that have organic on them, sometimes they're not even organically grown. So sometimes people are being cheated in thinking that certain items are really grown organically when it's not 100% the case. Are there some kind of caveat that, you know, people aren't aware of in some instances? So unless you're growing your foods, you can't be a hundred percent sure that there was no chemicals that was added in the process of producing that food. Now, in terms of our water, we get our water from the main sources, and sometimes the, the water could be it could be a private company that is in charge of supplying the water for a city or a community or whatever. Sometimes it's the government, sometimes it's a combination of both. But somebody else is responsible for harnessing our water. They treat that water. Sometimes they put various things in that water. Um, You know, there are some places that people might put fluorides and other such Chemicals in the water. Sometimes they use chemicals to, um, as they say, treat the water. Now, if you have your own, have access to your own space where you can maybe dig a borehole or well, or harness rainwater as much as possible. Then, if you're able to do that, then what can happen is that you'll be able to. Um, implement measures using natural natural things or natural methods as much as possible to filter your water to filter that water yourself and be able to use that water, whether it 's to drink to bathe, etc. You can get water directly from the earth. Um, you know many people do that here, for example. And so, that is an option. You're responsible for your own water. And in terms of electricity, some people, you know, they might get generators or they might get um, uh, solar energy, solar runoff batteries, so that's another thing. But at least, you know, that's an option for people who want to get off the main grid. So even though all aspects of your lives may not be covered in terms of you being able to provide everything, to be able to provide some of the key things that you need, even the housing now, people are going back to look at some of the old-time ways and methods, how people usually build houses and you know, they're making changes to them and, you know, and and using some of these methods to build homes. And there are ways and means to build homes that are certainly not as expensive as the ones that we have gotten used to. People have built cob houses, you know, people build houses with sand. Now people are using rammed earth methods, earth block methods. And these are methods that people either use 100% natural materials or they use a large percentage of the material they use in the process or materials that are natural. Like, for example, a rammed earth home is built from the soil. And some people use, build rammed earth homes. They don't use any cement or any, any extra product that is not natural. Uh, depending on the texture of the soil that they're dealing with. While some people, as I know, depending on the texture of the soil, they might put a little bit of cement in in it and they create walls for their home. They They have a method of doing that. And then you have people who might use hurt blocks that are predominantly made from the earth. And the reality is that there you can make your own mold and take your own time you You can make ten today, you can make twenty tomorrow, etc and before you know it, you have a whole lot of um, you know earth blocks that you can use to build a home. They have new methods with these blocks, for example, the interlock interlocking bricks, and the interlocking blocks are make making homes a lot. Um, more cost-effective, and also homes go up a lot quicker. A lot depends on where you are located, because how you approach each of these methods will depend on where you're located. And, you know, some people, depending on the temperatures and and so on, they might need to insulate or things like this, or they might need to plaster Whereas maybe if you're in the Caribbean, if you're on the Af- African continent, you might not need to do that. Um, it, because it would make the home cool and you likely wouldn't have to install an AC. So you wouldn't have to think about, uh, you know, the AC eating up a lot of your electricity, for example. So what I'm really saying is that there are ways and means we can get things done. And regardless of where we are, are, which country we, we are, but some of it, the current environment that we are in might not be suitable for us to do these things. As I note, if you're in an apartment in the city that you rent from someone, that's an apartment in the city that you rent. You can't implement the things that I have mentioned. But if you were to get a plot of land out in the country or, you know, even on the outskirts of the city, for example, then you may be able to do that. And I think different countries have different laws and rules and so on. So it it's... Um, You know, you might have to make yourself aware of some of these, um, which is unfortunate. You know, Uh, the creator gave us the earth. And then next thing you know, you need to build a home and you have to buy land from someone. You have to buy land from someone. Every person that is here came and saw land and will leave land. It belongs to none of us but you know, you have to pay money. That's how it is. That's how, um, things are, of you know, transcend through years, through, and through times, through generations. And this is where we are at now. So if you want to be able to do this, yes, you have to seek out, maybe get in land somewhere. Um, you know, and a lot depends on the your budget because, of course, it's cheaper to buy. Usually it's cheaper to buy land in the outskirts of the city than in the city itself. And the further you go in, you know, the more rural you go, uh, the cheaper the land tend to be. And the more you can probably get, uh, the more land you can acquire in. In, um, you know, for for the same budget, I've seen land. For example, I'm in I'm in Ghana, and I've seen land for Accra, and you know the prices can be pretty high, and some of the prices that you would pay for maybe even a plot in Accra itself. If you go on the outskirts or you go more more rural, you might get several acres for that same amount of money, right? So, you know, it's these are things that we have to consider. And so if you want to be more self-sustainable or to be off-grid, then it's worth it to Go a little bit further out where you could get more land, you could have more space to plant, and so on, and may even be able to start, you know, a community by maybe building small homes and, um, you know, renting it, um, or or selling it to people, maybe, you know, for a, a reasonable price where. Yes, you can get a profit, but for somebody who, it depends on what you want to do, whether you're seeking to, for profit to be the ultimate, or to also help people, or for it to be a combination of both. And so, you know, that's that's something that some people might consider. To be honest, I've thought about it, um you know, maybe having land where you build these tiny homes and each person have their, their land areas where they can just do whatever they want. They can plant their fruits, vegetables, they can, whether they want to, you know, have animals or what, you know, they can have that in that space. But yeah, that's something, yeah, that has crossed my mind too. But You know, I'm just voicing it. Um, Maybe an idea that you could, you who are listening to this could um, do. But what I'm saying is that our focus for our own well-being, for our own peace of mind, um, to be less under control um, by the governments and these various institutions, I think, A lot of us have to begin to think about, or more of us rather, because I don't think it will ever be the majority. You know, people tend to always flock to the city because they believe the cities have the opportunities that they need. And so I don't think that is going to change overnight. I think more people will look at off-grid, but I still think the majority will still be focused on the city. However, if you can get yourself, you know, a little bit out of the city, or maybe you can try to have the best of both worlds. But I think going forward, I think self-sufficiency will be um, one of the, and when I say self-sufficiency, I'm not like I say, I don't think it's possible for anyone to really be 100% self-sufficient, you know, because the land you, is a provider um, in, in, in many degrees. The sun helps the land. The moon helps everything. It's, it's a whole system, you know, and we're a part of that, that system. But the more we divorce ourselves from the... Artificial world, so to speak, are, even though the things that we are doing will still be artificial in, in, in nature, but doing it more naturally or in a way that it is more, um, it's more, it lends more to sustaining a better lifestyle or a healthier life. A better lifestyle or just healthier living in general having more fresh hair, and so on. So I know some of you listening to this, it might seem far-fetched. You're probably thinking, like, "How? how am I to do this? And so I think I'll go into these things a bit more. I don't have all the answers. I myself, I'm a work in progress where this is concerned. But it's something that I think is important. And so, yes, we can share a little bit more about that um, going forward. But I think with what, how things are unfolding now, for those of us who have the desire, um, for those of us who have the will, and for those of us who are willing, and even if we might think we're not able yet because... One has to be realistic. One has to be, you know, well, not to be frank, it all comes down to um, having um, money to some degree to access that land, for example. But we can take it step by step. And for many, some people do have the land. And for those of you who have land, kudos to you. Um, But for those who don't yet, then the objective is to acquire that land and then you have to think think about where do i want to acquire that land and so that is something that you need to think about that's something i am thinking about now myself um where exactly i want to say okay this is the area i'm gonna live at and so You know, we have to think about that. Usually you have to think about location, you have to think about price. And so it's important. So maybe, if nothing, may that be your goal um, for this year is to how you can acquire some property, whether it is in your country, another country. I know um, people of African descent are welcome um, to Ghana, for example. And there are um, there are various um, there are things in place that will make it a little bit easier to acquire land um, once you are um, an, once you are for example a black person um, there are some things in place once you are a black person who Especially, I know, for example, the SABU projects are for people who are in the diaspora who are descendants of the enslaved. So you have that option where you could come and um, have access to land at, uh, I think, a whole lot more uh, reasonable than you probably could ever dream of in the United States even in Barbados, for example, land is expensive. I lived in Barbados for a while. Um, Jamaica, the prices keep, you know, going up. And, but still in some of these places, if you are there and you can acquire land, if you're in the Caribbean, if, you know, and so on. Or if you are in America and you can acquire land in, you know, especially the outskirts, And the more rural areas, if you're on a budget, those are the places you have to look at. And there are lots of information that you could probably find. But yeah, this is something I want to delve into more because I think it's important. It's, you know, our life is about health. It's about wellness. You know, I I want to delve more into it because I think Um, All of this is wrapped up in having a healthier life, living more healthily, and, you know, to be mentally well, physically well, it's important. I think self-sufficiency is also a key part in that. But let me know your thoughts about this. And this is something that I will definitely dive a little bit more deeper into but I think I will narrow in on various aspects of that and options that we could look at, including myself, because I'm researching for my own benefit, so I can share information with you also. It might differ very, it might vary a bit depending on location and so on, because I'm located um, in a different place. I'm on the African continent. Um, in Ghana, and it might be different for you is in the U.S., but still, you may be able to find some information that is beneficial. So, guys, I hope that you do find this useful. Don't forget, be the change you'd like to see in this world. Have a fantabulous day today. ta Welcome to Eitel is Vital, your natural health and wellness stop.